I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Jennifer Kayla Ruskin Podcast. I'm passionate about helping you create the relationship and sex life of your dreams. Welcome to conversations about open relationships, online dating, and conscious uncoupling. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have my friend Sierra Booker on. She is the podcast owner of the Unchained Sex Cast. I will make sure and have the link below. If you aren't listening to her already, you need to stop. You need to subscribe. Go find her on Instagram. I'll have a link below as well. Sierra, the best I can describe her is unfiltered, like unplugged, unfiltered. She's raw as fuck. She's going to say fuck about 25 times on this podcast. So if you have your children near you, do not listen to this with children. Today, we're talking all things anal. I have a ton of anal questions and we have myself that I'm going to ask Sierra. And then we've had a few people also submit some questions. And then after this podcast is over, if you're listening to it and you still have additional questions, feel free to DM me, DM Sierra. We can always have her come back on for a part two of anal. So we're going to do some 20 minute quick and dirty, all things butt stuff. Sierra, please let everybody know who you are. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Sierra. Um, Jen pretty much summed me up. I am very raw, unfiltered, authentically me. I grew up in a small town in the middle of Missouri, and I have recently transitioned into sex coaching. I've been in the sexual wellness industry for almost eight years. Um, most of my 20s has been building in the sexual wellness industry. So I have an online adult boutique. And like Jen said, I run the Unchained Sex Cast, which is a very raw, unfiltered podcast all about the birds and the bees. And um, I just more recently started working one-on-one -on -one with clients. So I was so excited when Jen was like, Sierra, we have to have you on the podcast, especially when she's like, you have to talk about anal. <laughs> I said, yes. <laughs> yeah. So what I really appreciate about Sierra is her knowledge of sex education. And I would say, I feel like I'm very lacking in it. And so when I met her in real life, we were with this with group of women that were all about to become certified sex coaches. And there were several in the group that had a similar background to you. So I don't know if you want to talk about what you've been a part of for the last decade or two, but that particular thing that they have been in has helped them so much learn all about sex ed and learn about anatomy and learn about the body and learn about sex toys and lubes and how to use them. And, and again, I feel, I feel like I'm still in kindergarten about all of this. So I'm so glad to have you on because I'm like, I want to do the butt stuff. Like I want to be able to do it comfortably and my body doesn't always want that. And so I'd love for you to give us some tips and how to do it and how to make it be pleasurable. And if people are listening and they're curious, like give us a guidebook or something. I should have a guidebook. Maybe I should put that on the list of things. Uh, anal, awesome. 101. <laughs> anal, anal 101. Anal 101. I like it. Uh, yes. So I actually started whenever I was 20, I found a sexual wellness company that I really aligned with. They were really for empowering women and creating a change. And I myself coming from a background where sex wasn't talked about, um, growing up in what you could so call a purity culture, there was just so many questions I had that weren't answered. And so naturally when I found this avenue at 20, I was so in love and so empowered and became so passionate about helping others. And what I loved about this is that I was working in sex toy sales, but I was 
individually working one-on-one with women at parties and women's events. So it wasn't just sales. It was more than that. And that is ultimately what led me to sparking my interest and passion to becoming a coach because I wanted to do more and I wanted to help people more. And so over eight years, I did in-person women's events with Pure Romance, um, one of the leading women's wellness, sexual wellness companies in sex toys, lingerie, and all the feel-good stuff. So I definitely have had a lot of women ask about this. I actually talk about this on one of my podcast episodes because this is probably one of the most taboo subjects, one of the most talked about, asked about subjects. Mm -hmm. And what really sucks is that there's a lot of false information out there and there's not a lot of information out there. So naturally, all the things where people are like, oh, that's a little taboo. My personality, I'm like, let's go there. I want to check that out. Let's learn that. So I've definitely educated myself a lot in anal and I still feel like sometimes I read comments and I'm like, there's still so much I don't know. But Mm -hmm. that's just the beautiful part of being on this sexual sensuality, you know, self-exploration journey is there's always more out there. So the first two things that I say before it comes to any sexual experiment, and especially when it comes to anal, is consent and communication are your foundations. Because if you don't have those two things, then it's just not going to probably be a good experience. It's probably not going to be a turnout, a good turnout. I love those two first things too. And I did listen to your podcast on anal and I will also link it below. So people have additional information to go look at. Um, I love to offer my listeners a script because sometimes we don't know what to say and it feels really fucking awkward. So let's say that I'm Jen and I will just, we'll just pretend like I've never done it before. And I'm really curious about anal with my partner. And I feel like really embarrassed to bring it up. Can you give us a script of what we could say that would make our partner maybe feel open to it or would empower us to say, hey, babe, I want to try anal. What do you think? What do you got? Yeah. So first off, Jen, um, it's totally a fun kink to have and to be curious in anal. And that's totally normal. So don't feel like there's any bad things around that. Like, Having anal is a very common kink, but I also understand there's a lot of shame around that kink. Mm. Um, And I've seen that on both ends with men and with women in heterosexual relationships and different dynamics. There's, There's usually a little shame around anal. So it's actually pretty common. Good question to ask about how you can open up. And whenever I talk about using different things in the bedroom or doing different things in the bedroom. I always say my rule is volunteering is tribute. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So if you're willing to volunteer and show up for your partner, then chances are it's going to just set that softer inviting tone and your partner is going to be a little bit more open to whatever it is you're talking about. So in the anal realm, Something I would say is, hey, maybe you got like a new butt plug or a new toy that you're wanting to try out with your partner and you're not sure on how to like, hey, can we, how can we use this toy in the bedroom? Is it going to be weird? Something I would say is, would your partner be open to watching you use the toy on yourself? Hmm. And something with anal play that I always love to mention is when we think of anal 
everyone's perception is always different, right? So when we think of anal, you could think of like butt plugs and I could over here be thinking of like hardcore P and A, you know? So like there's two differences. So whenever you are, whenever, whenever, let's see, where was I, where was I trailing off at? I got distracted. We started oh. talking about P Well, you were giving us a script. It's like, hey, babe, I bought this butt plug and I'm really curious to have us use it together. I'm going to volunteer yes. tribute. How do you feel if I implement it tonight into our play and I try to use it on myself? Yes. And that's what I was working up to. <laughs> Thank you. So what, what a lot of people don't realize when it comes to perception about anal is it can be very pleasurable and you can experiment a lot without even entering, without any penetration. So if it's a first time, first timer situation, maybe having that explicit consent with your partner is very important, but being explicitly about what you want to do. So not only did I get this new butt plug, but I don't want it to actually enter the first time we use it. I just want you to watch me play with myself and I'm just going to tease the outside and make it just a very sensual inviting experience. This way they know exactly what's going to happen going in. And I do feel like there's a thing as penetration fear. We instantly, especially when it comes to back door, like you think about it and kind of your butthole kind of clenches a little, you get like two inches taller. You're like, <laughs> um, I can always read the room when I come in. If I mention or talk about anal, I see like half the crowd get like two inches taller. And I'm like, those people are uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just volunteering as tribute and inviting your partner to the experience almost versus saying, hey, we need to do this together. Mm-hmm. It just seems a little bit more relaxing. And if there's anything about anal, you have to be relaxed, very, very relaxed for it to be enjoyable. Hey there. Did you know that I do online coaching? Yes, I do online coaching in the sex and relationship space. Some of the topics that are near and dear to my heart are open relationships. So that includes polyamory, swinging, or what we call the lifestyle. I also love conversations around online dating. We're talking Bumble, Tinder, Field, and more. And then the last thing that is really passionate and close to my heart is conscious uncoupling. That means we get to break up with people with love and respect, with dignity and hope. We get to create a life for our children that gets to be a little bit different. We can do things better than we have in the past. So if any of these topics sound interesting to you and you'd love to get some coaching from me, check out the link in the show notes or the link in my bio for more information on coaching with Jen. Okay. So step one is get consent and communicate. I love the script that you've given us. And I love the fact that you're like, it doesn't even have to go in. It's okay. doesn't even have to. What I have found is anal plugs are really hard to put in by yourself. At least for me, it is. I've heard of other people that are like, well, you just squat in the bathroom and you do this thing and you put it in. I'm going to tell a story and it's uh, really humiliating, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I have been wanting to play with an anal toy that has a foxtail on it. And I was like, there's something sexy about this foxtail. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know. It's a little furry action. Like I want to try it. And Scott's like, oh yeah, babe, we should totally, let's do this. 
So I went to this sex store with a bunch of friends and I bought this thing and okay. What I love about anal plugs is you can buy the kit that has like small, medium, large, and you can gradually increase. I'm a baby. Like I've been at this baby intermediate stage, like for a long time. And we just moved me up to the medium. And so I, the only plug that they have with the tail is like large. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm going to buy it. It'll be fine. So one night I haven't used it. It's in the box and I show Scott and he's excited. And I'm just like, I don't know how we're going to do this, but it's going to happen. And one night he was out and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get all sexy. And while he's out, I'm going to like send him pictures of me, like getting all dressed up and I'm going to have this plug in. So when he gets here, we can just play with it. And I try for like 10 minutes to get this huge ass plug in. I'm like squatting. I like, it's like when you first try to put a tampon in, like I have a leg up on the bathtub. I'm like trying to put it in. I'm like trying to do gymnastics. <laughs> I couldn't get it in. And I was so mad. <laughs> and then by the time I'm done, I'm like, fuck this. We're not doing any butt stuff. I'm, like, I'm over it. I don't even know if I want done. to have sex. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Help. I think so. <laughs> I also have a foxtail butt plug story. <laughs> so halfway through the story, I was just dying over here because your, your story is trying to get it in. My story was going out. Oh, we had finished and I was like, this, it was a larger butt plug, like just a forewarning. If you are interested in the kink of having the tail, because it's hot, it's fun, it's sexy. Um, forewarning, most of them are very larger butt plugs, a little more experienced. Well, I knew it was a little larger and we had a great time with it, but finishing the experience, we finished and I was like, all right, now I've got to, got to get this extra large butt plug out. So... <laughs> The squatting is what I had to do. I knew what I had to do. So I just went into the bathroom and I'm like, all right, just breathe through it, squatted, and it came right out. But I definitely have been known to tell a few stories about, about getting the butt plugs out. It's the fun part going in, but the getting, getting them out part, they don't talk about. So, so maybe, maybe now's a good time to like meander a little into like how to do the butt things how to do the butt things. Yeah. So first off, you know, we talked about communication and consent. I say, if you are a first timer into anal play, making sure you have a conversation, like I said, of being like external play only maybe for the first time. And anal play is more of a practice versus a one-time nail it kind of thing. It's, it takes time to really get comfortable. And especially like if you have an end goal of wanting to have anal sex all the time comfortably. I know a lot of people want to get to a point where anal's like a every week a thing or every month thing. Um, so consent communication key, when it comes to like the actual physical aspect, you have to use lubricant. I have met so many people who go in dry and most of the time, those are my people who have never done it again because they had that horrible experience or, you know, wrong hole <laughs> experience. And so they just counted it off their list. Like we're never doing that. Yeah. Um, but lubricant is so important because you don't have any natural lubrication in the back door. So you have to provide that lubricant and penises. If you're having 
anal sex with a penis. Penises are sponges and they soak up everything. They just suck the life right out of you. So you want to use a thicker lubricant that stays there. Silicone emollient-based lubricants will, will stay where you put them and it's going to make it lasting. And when I talk about lube, you'll hear me say... <laughs> a laughable amount of lube. And what that means is when you're like pumping it on your hand, you're like, ha, ha, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a laughable amount. You want to use a good amount. And I always say wetter's better. So you can't really have enough lube. And a lot of the time during anal too, don't ever like just count yourself off. Like, Whoa, we got the lube on. We're good to go. And I'm going to have anal sex for an hour. Cause that's probably, that's not realistic. You're probably going to have to stop and reapply and like readjust. So lubricant is super important. And like I said, you can have a lot of pleasure from anal play by just stimulating the outside. So if you and your partner are brand new into anal play and you just want to get started somewhere, let's just make the standing rule. Nothing goes in, everything's on the outside and let's just explore. Cause you're going to probably explore there for a while. I like that. So <clears throat> you've explored for a while. You're ready to try to play with penetration. If you're using an actual penis, silicone-based lube is really important. A laughable amount. What about if you're not quite ready to like actually have a dick and you're like, how do we work up to that? So I would definitely say the next step after external play is going to be like plug and toy play. Um, I wouldn't ever probably recommend unless you both parties feel very comfortable trying it. It's just, it's such a gradual experience. It's so much better if you take it slow and enjoy it. Like it's sex. This is the one part of your life that doesn't have to be structured, right? Like yeah. this is the one part of your life to sit back and enjoy. So what's the rush of it? You know what I'm saying? Like you've got to stop and sit back and enjoy it. And I think a lot of the time when we go into anal play, we're so like in our heads clinically thinking about it. We forget to really just sit back, relax, and remember that this is where orgasms come from. Like, this is going to be great. This is going to be a good time. So if you're a vulva owner, 100% recommend using your favorite clitoral toy with any type of anal play. Using a clitoral toy is going to help relax you. It's going to help get you in the mood. And then it's not just like straight to butt stuff. You know, having vaginal penetrative sex first mm -hmm. before you go to anal play is great because it gives you a chance to maybe climax and just get warmed up and then, then jump kind of into it. So remind me of your question. I think you said specifically like right after, you know, you've, you've kind of had external play moving into plugs. That's what we were going to talk about. We're going to talk about butt plugs because <laughs> butt plugs are fabulous and butt plugs can be used during vaginal intercourse. So this is like one of my favorite, favorite ways to suggest using butt plugs, because when you have, you have to think of your female anatomy. So you have a vaginal cavity and then you have the rectum right here. Mm -hmm. So there's a very thin little wall in between. And what's lovely about butt play is when you have something in your rectum, like a butt plug, it's actually going to make that wall push inwards. So your vaginal cavity is going to be a lot tighter feeling. You're going to feel a lot tighter. So if you have a penis in the mix, or maybe you have a favorite dildo, I know a lot of girls who still like to masturbate with plugs because they'll use dildos or their favorite clitoral toy. Mm -hmm. And that is the best part. Like if you're a vulva owner, let's just say we rule the world because we have so many different ways we can come. 
We have so many different ways that we can feel pleasure and so many different erogenous areas. And most of us probably haven't even tapped into half of them. Especially if you've, if you've just skipped over the back door, you're, you're leaving a lot on the table. Yeah. I like, I want to end here because I want to do like a part two and a part three and part two being another 20 minute session. That's like all the ways for females to, to get off and include the butt play aspect in it because, and then I want to do one just for men. I have so many men that come to me and they're like, I want to be pegged so badly. And like, my wife is totally freaked out about it. Or I have another friend who's like, I love anal play with my woman and I'm a straight guy. And so I'd love to have another episode with you where it's teaching women how to incorporate butt play with their men that want butt play. And then how to, oh, I, I just have so many juicy stories from men that are like, I come so fucking hard when my wife will just slip a finger up there or put a toy up there. So I want to leave this right here at the super yummy, super juicy, making everyone that's listening want so much more from you. And we're going to stop here. I feel like I'm kind of cock walking you from Sierra and we're going to (laughs) come back, but I want you guys to interact with this as you're listening. Let us know what more you want. Let us know what you want to hear from. And Sierra and I will schedule part two and part three, and we'll give you more. Does that sound fair? Yes. Sounds fabulous. Mm, I love it. Thanks, Sierra. We'll see you soon.